Hey everyone, in a couple of weeks' time, we're going to be starting our series that walks through the book of Mark. And um, I'm really excited about that because this is the first time as a church we're walking through a book of the Bible. And uh, we chose Mark because it gives us a, a closer look at Jesus' life, what he's done, what he says, what he teaches. And um, I'm really hoping that we grow in our love and our appreciation for who Jesus is. Uh, but what we wanted to do today is to talk about five key things you can do to get the most out of your Bible reading. Uh, as we walk through this as a church, we really hope that uh, your Bible reading gets enriched, that you find a whole new level as you dive into the Word of God for yourself. So we are going to get started. And so Josh, you've got tip number one. Yes, I do. So tip number one is there's so many different versions of the Bible and sometimes you can get a bit lost in where do I start? Which yeah. version do I go to? Do I go to the oldest one I can find? Because surely if it's the oldest, then it'll be closest to the original text, right? Or Get yourself a Greek Bible. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> Do I have to learn Greek to read the Bible? But then there's this whole spectrum of, I guess, Bible versions. And we're going to um, put a picture, I don't know, above, below, somewhere here. But we're going to put a picture in. Maybe it's over just, us. Yeah, over us. You won't be able to see us. But it's this Bible translation comparison. And it goes... From word for word, which is more of a direct translation of the Greek and Hebrew text, through to this thought for thought, which is, I guess, in the middle, it's a dynamic um, type version. It's a bit, it's between this word for word and on the other side of the spectrum, this paraphrase, this idea of as we go through this version of the Bible, it's more telling stories. It's taking the Greek text and telling it in a way that is really relevant for us today. For me, my favorite versions of the Bible tend to stick in these um, thought for thought, this dynamic range, sets of versions like the New, New Inter International Version and mm -hmm. stuff like that, the New Living Translation, those sorts of things. So those are my favorite versions of the Bible because I feel like I get both sides of it. But then it's you sometimes have to switch and there's these other versions of the Bible that are more paraphrased, that are more story-like and they're a great place to start if you've never read a Bible before because they are a great way to, I guess, get into the Word and not be too confused by the language that you're using. Mm. So um, translations like the Message Translation and the Passion Translation and stuff like that is really good if you've never read a Bible before. Yeah. Then as we go into this Word for Word, as we go a bit deeper into the Word, we want to get a bit closer to what the Greek and Hebrew text say. So we go mm. into these word for word, this formal translations. And that's sort of like the ESV, the King James Version, the, the New King James Version, if you don't want your thou's and these and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. so it really depends on what you're wanting to read your Bible for. But as we go through this Mark series, I really recommend that people do um, go into versions like the NIV and the New Living Translation and that sort of thing. Just in the middle and if you are wanting as we do go through the series if you are wanting a bit more of what does what is the more literal translation of that then go towards a word for word or okay this is still a bit hard reading this new living translation still a bit hard then go towards go into the passion translation go mm. into the message um, message version of the bible and yeah really you don't need to stick to one as we go through Find one you do like, find mm. a main one, but also there are certain passages that it will be good for you to go and look at different versions and what different versions of that 
of that verse say? Yeah. I think for me, at the moment, I've gone to read the message version just yeah. in my personal devotional time because I normally use the NIV or the ESV and when I'm preparing messages and all of that. But I just felt like I want a different angle. Like It doesn't mean that it's a different Bible. It's still the same Bible. Oh, the thought is still the same, but it's just expressed in a different way. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, it does depend on, on where you're at, what you're trying to... Uh, connect with in that moment and so so yeah I think um, different versions are really cool how can people access um, different versions of the Bible so there's this awesome it's there's this awesome app that you just need an iPad phone anything like that any smart device then you can go on even even your computer you can even use mm. your computer you don't need to have a physical Bible there's this app called the U version app and in that app has every single version of the Bible that you could wish for. It goes through and you can just yeah. pick a version that you like. If you don't like that one, it's literally just a little tab at the top that you just press and it, you can go to a different translation just like that. Yeah. So yeah, if you don't have access to a Bible, to a physical Bible, download the app and you start reading from there. Awesome. So once you've found a version of the Bible that you can relate to, the second thing that we would advise that you do is to find a book of the Bible to start with. Many people that I've spoken to when they're starting on their Bible reading journey, they're like, do I need to start right from the start in Genesis or uh, how does this work? And I think we, you, you don't have to start from cover to cover. In fact, the Bible wasn't written like a storybook. It's not written in chronological order, but it's broken up into different uh, literary forms. And um, so you need to understand um, that, what, what these different forms are to get the most out of it. And if you're just starting your Bible reading journey, um, my recommendation is to start with one of the four Gospels, and that is Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. We're going to be doing a Mark series, great place to start. And that tells the story of Jesus, who is a central figure in the whole of the Bible. And so that's a great place to start. For me personally, I also love to read um, what happens after the Gospels. So the book of Acts has a lot of great um, accounts of what happens after Jesus ascended to heaven. And then from there, you get a whole bunch of letters that were written by the early church fathers, um, helping the early church to grow. And so there's some really direct um, teaching in those what we call epistles or letters and so that's great and once you get a good grasp of Christianity the Old Testament is really rich it sets the platform for everything that happens in the New Testament and so that's when I would say it's a great time to go back and um, I also know many people that love the book of Proverbs the book of Psalms because they're quite easy to read yeah. and they are, they're very relatable as well um, so you can do any of those things um, but you don't have to start from the start so think about the Gospels or maybe the Epistles if you're just starting out, and then you can come back to the Old Testament at a later date. Another way that you can read the Bible is to do a topical search. Josh already mentioned the YouVersion Bible app, and it has a whole bunch of different Bible reading plans. And some of those plans you can just go through, search for a word. For let's say you want to learn about, a lot more about hope in this current season, you can yeah. type in hope. And you can do a Bible reading plan that YouVersion has already loaded up all about hope and you can learn about um, what the bible says in different parts about hope that's called a topical um, bible study and that is something you can do in many times in my life when i hit uh, particularly crisis points and i wanted to understand a bit more about how god's peace works how god's hope works um, i've done topical searches read around those passages and it's been brilliant for me so find a place to start and that would be great yeah, and the third, the third um, 
idea or a point to get your Bible reading going is to not only find a place in the Bible to start, but find a physical place to read your Bible. For me, when I started doing devotions, I'd do it first thing in the morning. But trying to do my devotions when I've first woken up in bed doesn't work (laughs) for me. I'm just like, I'm reading it and I don't get anything out of it. And it's sort of like, it's kind of pointless in that space to do my devotions. So it's about finding this place that you can really get the most out of your reading. So I tend to wake up, I tend to get dressed, have a shower, all that sort of stuff, get myself ready for the day. And then I head outside of my room to a place maybe outside, maybe in your lounge room, in your kitchen, something like that, somewhere that's away from my sleeping space. And really that gives me the opportunity to focus in on the Bible, to focus in what it's saying and really dive into that space. So find a time of the day that works for you. For me, the morning works great, but for some people it might be last thing you do before you go to bed is you open up your Bible or mm. during your lunch break, during the middle of the day, you just take a little um, time to just pause, to read your Bible, to really do a devotion in that space. And So find a location, find a time and make it a routine. If you just do it once and then you do it again three weeks later, it's not going to become a habit. To make it into a habit for reading your Bible, to make reading your Bible into a habit, you really need to do it consistently. So if you find a time of the day that works every day, if you find a place that works every day, don't don't do your Bible reading at the beach if you can only go to the beach every three weeks. Because <laughs> that's not going to work. You're only going to be reading your Bible every three weeks if that's the only that's right. time you get stuff out of it. Mm. So find a place that you can make a habit out of, find a time that you can make a habit out of and Really, really try to get into the consistency. And if you, if you miss out one day, it's not the end of the world. Mm. If you miss out one day, then just ju- jump back into it That's the it, next jump day. Back on. It's the thing. It's just you need to jump back on. You need to, it's not going to work if you don't jump back on. It's not going to work if you don't try again. Mm. So really set that habit in space. And if you don't like reading, there are lots of people out there that don't like reading. <laughs> there are so many audio versions of the Bible available. So there's a few... In version, U version has audio versions of a lot of the translations. Play. Just press play and you can start listening to the Bible. And there's this guy who's got like a super low voice reads yeah. the Bible to you. It's really like, it's really empowering, you know, like really like, bam, low voice, the Bible's impacting me right there. And there's also these other apps like there's the Dwell app or the Streetlights Bible as well. So they're all different ways of different people reading the Bible. And some of them have music behind them. Some of them Mm. are really interactive in that way. So really just finding a way of reading the Bible that works for you, be it audio, be it text, Mm. is just really where you have to start. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put those in the the notes so that you can access um, those different tools for you in your Bible reading. The next thing to do, once you have got yourself uh, a place in the Bible to read, a place for you um, to settle and to read the Bible or listen to the Bible, is to pray. Mm. Now, I used to think that prayer was all about bringing my requests to God. So I thought that when people said, read, uh, pray before you read the Bible, I was like, uh, God, I need this, I need that. Yeah. And I will find my mind kind of like floating off into all the things that I needed to do for the day. Okay. Whereas I have started to see that prayer is actually more just about tuning into God. It's about this conversation place with God and his word. The Bible is God's word and he wants to speak to us as well. So prayer is more about shifting my focus into tuning into God and what he's wanting to say to me in that day. So it's kind of like a radio, like, you know, uh, when you tune into 98.5, you're going to be listening to Sunshine, the station. 
prayer is like tuning yourself in into hearing from God. You know, as a, uh, as a Pentecostal church, we believe in speaking in tongues. And speaking in tongues is a great way just to connect, just to get your spirit awakened and to be hearing from God as well. So if you're really struggling to read the Bible and you, you kind of got to that place and you're like, all right, here we go. <laughs> Chances are you're not really going to get much. No, not at all. But even just a, a minute-long prayer just to go, God, I'm here, and I want to hear from you this morning or this afternoon whenever you're uh, listening or reading the Bible, and just say, I just want to hear from you. Let me just feel your presence. Let me just center myself in your presence right now, and then start to read the Bible. It could do wonders for you. Yeah, and there's no... When you're praying, there's no special words you have to say. There's nothing specific that you have, I have to follow the script. Yeah. It's just a conversation between you and God to get yourself ready. Totally. Ready to, yeah, just dive into what you're about to read. And mm. that brings us to our fifth point, yep. that to get stuff out of the Bible, to get stuff out of God's Word, you actually have to read it or mm. listen to it. You actually have to go and you can't just open up your Bible, have it sitting there and expect, okay, God, speak to me. And just look up into the sky. <laughs> and I just like... Yeah. All right, that's what God is saying to me right now. Exactly. Um, I gave faithless Israel a certificate of divorce. Hmm. So what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you really need to... So it goes back to that aspect of find a book of the Bible to start with. Find a place to start mm. that you know that you're going to be able to dive deep into. And after you've prayed, you get into, yep. this, um, get into this posture of reading or listening and notice what you're reading. Uh, notice what words were chosen. As you're reading through it, mm. um, this is God's word. The Bible is God's word, and yeah. He doesn't just pick words because of the sake of it, because it sounds nice. Mm. Every single word in the Bible is there to be impactful, is there to impact your life. So, as you're reading, just notice what you're reading. Mm. Don't just be like, okay, okay, I've got five minutes. Let's see how much of the Bible I can read in five minutes. Yeah, because then it's just going to be a race. Mm. You're not going to get as much out of it if mm. you would if you slowed down and read it through and really tried to, I guess, nail in and understand what God was trying to say to his people when this was written. Mm. And I find sometimes when I'm just reading, if that one verse really hits me, instead of trying to continue on and read everything else in my plan, just focusing on that verse could be really powerful. Yeah, for sure. And there's this... Context is a huge thing when we're going into this, that this book wasn't written yesterday. Whilst it is God's word for us today, it was written to a, to a people that 2,000 years ago, 6,000 years ago. So mm. we really need to take into account context as we're reading the Bible. Absolutely. So there's a lot of the things in the Old Testament that really set us up for Jesus coming and setting us up for Jesus sacrificing himself for us in our lives. But if we're not reading our Bible in the context of what Jesus has done for us, mm. then a lot of the things in the Bible are going to come out warped in mm. our head, and that's not going to, we're not going to be able to grow deeper in relationship with God through that, in that way. So we need to really understand the context. We need to understand the passage we're reading, the book that it's written in. We need to understand the author, and we need to understand um, the intended audience for that, who mm. the author is writing to, who, yeah. who, who this God-inspired word was for at that time, mm. and Going into that, the culture of that time, who the people were, who the Jewish people were, who God's is, who, who the people in Israel, who mm. they were, what their life looked like. Yeah. How does this, that's written in this book in the Bible, how does this apply to them? Then through that, how does it apply to us? And it might apply to us differently to mm. how it applied to them. So sort of looking at that them, us, me, how yeah. it applies to them at that time. 
how it applies to us as a society, as a Christian community. And yeah. Really looking into that passage and thinking, how does this apply to me? Mm. And they all might be different. Yeah. They all might be di- they might be the same. So mm. it's really looking into those and trying to figure out how does this apply to me now? Mm. What is the context of this? And reading the Bible in that context is so important. Yeah. And that's part of why we want to do a Mark series where we can yeah. really dive into certain themes and concepts that maybe to us is a bit lost. For example, um, uh, why Mark was written was to explain that Jesus is the Messiah. Um, but even the word Messiah has so many different meanings. Yeah. For the people of Israel at that time, what they were expecting was different to what Jesus was actually doing, which was why they had so much issues with what Jesus was doing and saying. And so we'll explore some of those concepts then. And when you read context, you can go Google um, certain um, phrases and, and, and see what people say about it. Get yourself a study Bible. And a study Bible has really helped you dive into uh, the context and the meaning as well they are a little bit expensive but it's a great investment if you want to uh, learn more from the word of god and um and so yeah looking forward to dive more into the book of mark and and for you to understand a bit more the context of how of the times that jesus was living in yeah and i think that's so important that you will have questions as you read the bible absolutely google's a great place to start your, your, your church community is a great place to start. Totally. Send people a text. Our online world is amazing now. We'll be starting up our lift groups, which means we'll be having Zoom sessions and you'll be able to hop on there. If you have questions about what you're reading, that is a perfect situation to bring up those questions. Absolutely. And to talk, talk to your community about what's happening and also pray mm. that the relationship you have with God is real. Mm. It's there. And so pray and hear from God and the questions that you have. And he might be able to answer those for you. And there's, I guess, so many ways you can read the Bible. A favorite for me is definitely the SOAP devotional, which is an acronym. It stands for Scripture, Observation, Prayer, and Application. And just going through those for a second, it's this way of reading your Bible to try and get the most out of it. So Scripture is when you're opening your Bible, you're reading what you're going to be reading for the day. You take your time, you pick a verse or two. Mm. So you go into that Scripture, you read it through. one or two verses. Yeah, so you don't... You don't pick a book for the day. Yeah. You don't pick a chapter for the day. You don't. You just pick one or two verses. Mm-hmm. You dive deep into those, and you there's a, and then you go into this observation. So that's O, and you ask. You ask yourself, what do you think God's asking me? What mm. do you, What do you think God's saying to me? Sorry, in this, yeah. and you ask yourself this, and you ask God this. You ask the Holy Spirit, yeah. and you also ask. What, what could be happening yeah, back in those times exactly. in that culture? And there's a whole context coming in Yeah, as well. so context has to come through throughout it. When you're mm. observing these scriptures, when you're looking into it, think about what God's trying to tell you and think about what God was trying to tell those people in that day as well. And mm-hmm. yeah, ask the Holy Spirit to really teach you and reveal Jesus to you through that passage. Yeah. And then from there, we go to... Um, we go to A, application, and that's this whole aspect of... How does it apply to me? How can I apply this in my life? Mm. What steps can I take to really yep. make this have an impact in my life? That you're not doing this, I guess, if you're doing your Bible plan, you're not doing this just for the fun of it. You're doing mm. this so you, your life can have transformation. So that's Absolutely. application is where you're thinking, okay, how can my life be transformed through this? Mm-hmm. How can the lives of the people around me be mm. transformed through this? And that's really where you're applying it into your life. And then yeah. we start our scripture reading with prayer, 
but also ending it with prayer as well. So the P in SOAP is for, for prayer. Just finish it out. Once you've got mm. that scripture, that observation, that application, pray about it. Yeah. Talk to God about it. It can be as simple as asking God to help you with that scripture and even just a prayer of greater insight of what he might be wanting to talk to you about through yeah. that scripture reading. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And one final tip from us today is to make sure that you get accountability if you're struggling with your Bible reading. Yeah. I think partnering up with someone who wants your best, who believes in you, who's going to actually check in on you mm. can so help you in your Bible reading. So maybe after this video, after you finish this, an application that you can take away from this video is find someone that you can say, hey, can you check in on me maybe every second, every third day on my Bible reading? Or maybe even just like we can buddy up and we can read the same thing together and you can ask each other questions or you can say, hey, what what are you getting out of it? I love um, with Beck and myself when we do the same Bible reading plan, uh, we actually say, so what did you get out of that today? And we just talk about it and it's really enriches our learning you know yeah, Beck comes awesome. from such a different perspective um, to, to what I'm coming from and so quite often we find ourselves taking different parts of scripture or of the same Bible reading plan and, and, and with like a soap application we we take different scriptures that speak to us and we talk about it and, it, and it's just so um, so so lively those conversations and yeah. so find yourself someone and um, maybe as we uh, lead into launching lift groups um, in your lift group, maybe you will see someone that you connect with and you can just say, hey, can we actually just buddy up with this Bible reading stuff? And uh, I think that'll be really great. So, you know, those are our six tips. Um, I'm sure that if you wanted to, you can find many more, but I think these give you a good starting point. If you're wanting to get your Bible reading, you know, during this time, um, uh, in, in this season that we are in as a nation, Bible, your Bible reading plan has a chance and you know you're not as busy you're not going out <laughs> yeah, all the time sure. it has a chance to actually come alive and 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 we want to just equip you and get you ready for that and uh, we also do have a few more things happening in the life of our church uh, as uh, we've already mentioned we've got lift groups starting right after easter they so are going to be on monday nights wednesday nights thursday nights and we've got a sunday 9 a.m and a sunday 11 a.m they're all on zoom um, and so if you want to sign up for one of those lift groups um, just get in touch with us we'll give you the links to get into uh, that lift group and that's going to be amazing also starting this week um, because it is the lead up easter and we don't have our usual good friday and easter sunday experiences uh, every day at 12 p.m noontime at lunchtime i will be doing a short 10 minute uh, message uh, centered around what Jesus would have been doing that day in the final week of his life. Really excited to just immerse myself as I'm preparing for this on the different days and what Jesus was actually doing. So we would like to invite you. It's going to be on Facebook um, on our Lift Church page. It's going to be a Facebook live video. So you can actually interact as well with us as we are producing that video. And it will be really great to just see um, how we can continue this conversation about what Jesus was doing. Yeah, and we've got stuff for Lift Kids as well as we come into Easter. So this afternoon I'll be posting up, well, it's Friday at the moment, so Friday afternoon I'll be posting up um, these devotions for you to do as a family throughout awesome. the week. So yeah. I'm going to be posting up three so you can do them whenever you want throughout the week as a family. And mm-hmm. then next Sunday what's going to happen is I'm going to do a devotion as well. I'm going to film it, post it up, and 
in every single one of those devotions, there's questions, there's discussion questions. There's an awesome video, like YouTube star oh, video. Mm. Yeah, your kids will love it. You will love it. It's hilarious. And yeah, so you'll just be able to sit down as a family and really um, dive into the story of Easter together throughout the week and so good. really finish it off. And Where do they find that? Where so that will be up on our website this week as well. On our so website. It will be so on our website. So That's the one, yes. Awesome. So on our website, click Lift Kids and it'll be... All the links and stuff will be up there. Oh, so good. Yeah. Hey, can we just pray as we finish off this video uh, for today? Uh, dear Jesus, we know that your word to us is alive, that is active, um, that is able to bring transformation and change. And more importantly, it brings your life into ours. So I pray for every person that is starting off a Bible reading plan or for those who have already started a Bible reading plan. I pray that in this season that is enriched, uh, that God, that we get so much out of the word and that we are able to apply into our everyday lives. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for being the most amazing teacher. And we just pray for you uh, to be speaking and doing as you will in our lives. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in, church. We hope you've enjoyed this week's message. Follow us on Instagram at The Live Church or on Facebook at Live Church Perth. That will give you all the up-to-date information about what's happening in the life of our church. Thanks again for listening. God bless.